This is the I Do Crew podcast with Jen and Emma, coming to you weekly with your wedding worries or dilemmas, which we will help solve. From time to time, we'll also be joined by special guests from the wedding industry or couples in the middle of planning their own wedding. If you have a wedding worry or dilemma you would like our help solving, please get in touch by using our I Do Crew podcast Instagram account. Welcome back to season two of the I Do Crew podcast. Em, happy new year to you. Happy new year, Jen. Happy new year. How have you spent the last couple of weeks in the new year? Um, I would like to say the new year has brought health and prosperity to our household. But in fact, it's brought flu and misery. So since Christmas somebody in my house has been ill and I just have felt like a nurse running around so you know tonight as we're recording I've got my makeup on I'm feeling good and I've just left everybody coughing upstairs so how's your new year been good for you (laughs) well Ian and I spent new year's eve watching the um Daniel Craig Bond movies did you like do them from beginning to end all the way yes. through? In sequence, oh, I love, yeah. I love a good series binge of films like that. I also kept saying things like, oh, God, if you look like that. Oh, you could look like that if uh, if you did this. Or, oh, you, you'd actually look really nice in that if you look like that. In that million dollar suit. <laughs> And it's all like the nice jumpers that he wears and his sunglasses, just the whole thing. I love it. Yeah, I think I think James Bond movies are good because they do look good in a tux, but also that casual kind mm-hmm. of rugged wear that just mind-blowing. All of the Bonds. Well, yes, all of them in a crisp white T-shirt. Yeah. No matter point. how much they roll around on the floor or hang from buildings... Or go after the bad guys. Always seems crisp and white. It just has a little smudge, yep. neatly placed on one corner, doesn't it? Yeah. If that beauty. If life was a Bond movie, Agent. Eh, it could be if you look like. <laughs> As Ian will tell you. <laughs> Please like, subscribe, rate, review our podcast on the platform that you listen or watch us on. We really appreciate your support. Thank you so much for still being here with us. Had some lovely messages over the Christmas period just from some of our day ones. So thank you so much for coming back for season two. If you are new to this season, drop us a DM on our Instagram account. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to know at what stage you are um, going through your wedding planning process yourself. And if you've got any questions that you want us to cover off or um, topics that you want us to cover off on the podcast, we are all is we are also attempting to record and like film again aren't we jen i mean i didn't want to even mention what is currently happening so at the beginning of at the beginning of season one we were filming ourselves and put and if you listen on youtube you would have seen that you saw our lovely beautiful faces pulling all sorts of grimaces and then we realized that our technology just wasn't capable and our skill just wasn't capable of doing that so we then just went to audio but we thought new year new us 
we're going to give this a go again. So wish us luck, guys. And you could see us coming to a YouTube channel near you if it all works. <laughs> or <laughs> if you'd like to donate to our studio, we accept cash or checks. <laughs> um, this week we're talking all things 2024 trends. This was your idea, Em, to cover off what's trending in the wedding scene, what to look out for, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I also thought it might be nice to recap on the trends from 2023. Some of them I think must have passed me by and some of them I think are also falling into this year as well. So I yeah. think there's probably going to be a few crossovers. Do you have a favourite trend from 2023? Just going to throw you on the spot there. Um, I really loved uh, that people were like mixing like mixing fabrics and mixing materials so there was a lot of like disco balls with rustic pieces of furniture and so I really liked like that kind of is it called juxtaposition I think that is what it's called throwing that in there. not even um, five minutes in yet I know just on fire so I really liked like that what about you um, well, I didn't realise it was referred to as this, but I really like the 80s aesthetics thrown in. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of a big bow. I'm a huge fan of shoulder pads. I'm a huge fan of statement colours in blot. I just love the whole thing. And when I was doing the research for this episode, 80s aesthetics was used throughout the whole of the industry last year, even with detail on dresses. And I've seen it quite a lot over the last few weeks where Instagram and TikTok are throwing all wedding um, videos at me. Massive bows with big long trains is still that's very here, much a thing. That's here to stay. That is here to stay and I'm here for it because yeah. the bigger the bow, the better. I yes. ordered some Christmas coloured-ish bows. So a red one, a navy one, a black one, and I think a white one because I have a really big statement black bow that I wear to, I mean, it's going to sound awful, but funerals or just that kind of, it's sort of slightly out there that you can get away with it at funerals and that kind of thing. Yeah. They arrived, got them out of the package. And it was like, what the f*** is this? So, what do you mean? Hello, uh, hair accessory, darling. They're bows for my hair. <laughs> He's like, when have you ever worn a bow in your hair? Uh, I can refer back to three formal events in the last 12 months where I have, in fact, worn a black bow in my hair. He was like, no, I've never seen you do that. You have been there with me yeah. whilst I'm wearing it, but no recollection. No. Wore it on Christmas Day, didn't bat an eyelid. <laughs> Just so observant. They've got really nice long, like long... I don't know what you call tails. them. Long, yeah, tails. Long tails to the back. Just in the flowy hair. And yeah, it just looks great. Yeah. So I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for a big shoulder pad and bows. So if, if I am a guest at your wedding this year, expect shoulders and bows. Yeah. There's a, I think, I think coming out as 24, there's a big thing with wedding. I think we'll talk about it later, but wedding dresses are, have got quite a lot going on. And mm -hmm. big bumbos are. Are in. I just love it. Yeah. And having a beautiful long train. Anyway, spoiler alert, because I was just stealing all of your content. Yeah, 
sorry about that 2023 um, what 2023 let's throw back to 2023 all those weeks ago high impact florals and bold colors so yeah. like real statement pieces so we did a photo shoot in this must have been october 22 i think it was it wasn't like yeah october 2022 and statement bold florals is what it was all about. So I don't know if you remember, but they had those um, aisle runner floral displays. Yeah. And statement colours, big bold colours were chosen, statement florals, so that there was high impact for the guest and for, you know, anyone looking at it in the photographs, all of that kind of thing, that the bouquets were high impact. They were really statement pieces yeah and bold there were a lot of bold colors that came through the weddings that you and I did last year um if you are new to the podcast Em and I run a side hustle along the side of the podcast and our full-time jobs um of wedding styling and prop hire so Lycan and Lights is our is our wedding styling company so hit us up on Instagram if you want to see what, what we've done um, there's also lots of visuals from this photo shoot because it was autumnal colours, but really rich. Yeah. Albany, oranges, golds. It was just, I think the flowers really complemented the colours that we were using. Yeah. I, I don't, florals did, I think last year was a big thing. People were were investing in florals and bigger display pieces. Mm-hmm. So we did quite a few like little um sort of posy jars, but there was bigger display pieces that people were moving around. So it as you walked in, there was lots of high impact floors. So yeah. And I don't know if you remember we also did an outdoor wedding last year and on the hexagon frame they had these two floral installations attached to the hexagon frame and with the fabrics and it, it just looked stunning yeah really made this ceremony i would say yeah yeah um next on my list is 80s aesthetics structured shoulder pads pearls oversized bows yeah definitely i don't remember a pearl last year There was, well, there was lots of sort of inspo pics that was coming through, I think, that had pearls on on dresses and shoes were pearly. Not so much decor and stuff, but I think what the bride wore was very, there was quite a few pearls going on. Mm-hmm. I love a pearl veil. I know, little pearls all over it. Is it like little dots of heaven cascading through the veil it just looks so beautiful i tell you what i love about pearls is it gives it gives a piece of fabric texture and catches the light without being sparkly Mm. so you know if you were to put diamonds or diamantes on there it would be sparkly and sometimes that can look a little bit tacky Mm. but pearls they have that sort of opulence without being sparkly it's like shimmery and adds sort of some dimension that i love pearls 
I don't know if anyone's playing buzzword bingo as we go along, but you have used juxtaposition, opulence. You, <laughs> Em, what's happening? I don't know, I think I was reading a dictionary before I came on. <laughs> Little Miss Dyslexic in the corner. Forget <laughs> about our geography skills. Your English has come on leaps and bounds. I think it's because I've had nothing to do all, all Christmas, so I've been reading. <laughs> I can tell. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> Tech savvy wedding planning. I, I feel like we did a whole episode on this because I couldn't understand and couldn't believe that you can do all of your, well, invitations, etc., all online. I had an invitation towards the end of last year for a wedding. Um, literally every, there's an itinerary on there. You are SVP on there. There's a dress code, the whole thing. They've got pictures of their relationship together on there they've got their um gift list on there and their donation site if you want to make a cash donation or that gifts or that kind of thing donation plus <laughs> donation to my wedding <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming yeah <laughs> yep i think that's here to stay too i also think that canva is revolutionary yeah because you can just create anything Content for your Instagram accounts. Yeah, Imagery, you, you can do your wedding invitations. You can and you do... can keep it all digital or you can send it to a printer to get it printed. Yeah. Yeah. I So I think that is here to stay, but also I, I won't spoil it, but there's something else coming on sort of wedding stationery, I think, in 2024. That's quite exciting. Also, drones. Yeah. Drones are coming, guys. I mean, we were having a bit of a party in the summer, beginning of the summer for Ian's big birthday this year. And I, oh, I hope he's not listening. He doesn't tend to listen unless uh, he hears us talking about what we were talking about. Um, I've been, we can't have fireworks on site for where we're having the party because it's a farm, a working farm. So it's just not possible. But there are these up and coming small companies that are doing, I mean, the whole tech stuff behind it, I don't really understand because I'm not very techy, as you can tell from the multiple <laughs> things that we record our podcast with. Um, but you, they basically, because I was asking in loads of questions because we watched the drone show slash fireworks at New Year's because obviously that was, we stayed in watching the Bond movies. But I just can't, I said, how, where are all these people flying these drones and how do they make sure that it's all, they're all in the right, t like how are they doing it all at the same time? Obviously, it's a computer program, and they just program the computers to make sure that all of the drones are doing the sequence. So I looked into it a bit more. There are these small businesses up and coming that do drone shows or drone displays, depending on how they, they're marketing themselves, for mega companies or for your wedding. I know. Amazing. And they can you can work with the company to create this story that the drones then tell as part of your evening entertainment. I was like, this is the best thing that I've ever seen. Yeah. You're stealing my thunder again. Oh, oh, okay, sorry. We're still on 2023. I think it's because I am so forward thinking. <laughs> I already know Don't what's coming. in the past. <laughs> um, sustainability was trendy and I think necessary in 2023. So yeah. a lot of brands and a lot of, um suppliers are 
trying to move more into a sustainability approach using sustainable products sustainable fabrics all of that kind of thing we definitely are yeah um, recycled repurposed items all of that kind of thing and i think it's just at the forefront of people's minds particularly now generationally i think 60 years ago if you were planning a wedding you wouldn't have really cared about the impact that your wedding would have had on the environment or the supplies they also wouldn't have they wouldn't have had that much more of an impact would they no it's it's kind of about 10 i think years ago we started to sort of do all these things where we were having everything that couldn't be reused but then we were just chucking everything in landfill we weren't really worried about it Mm -hmm. and so it's come back again but Mm. in the 50s and 60s they just didn't do weddings like we do it now well, no, and I think there's an episode in that because my mum's always saying to me, oh, well, we didn't have this when I was planning my wedding and look very different back in my day. Not that she's that old or sounds like that, but yeah. She doesn't like change. that in my day. <laughs> During the war. No, she's not, she's not that old. Sorry, mum, because I know that you actually do listen every week. So, <laughs> um, Outdoor weddings, very trendy last year. Yeah, I think it's good. I think an outdoor wedding is good because it if you have your whole wedding inside, which is fine, it can make the day feel longer because your mm. guests don't have different areas to go in. But if you have your outdoor ceremony and then you have your dinner inside and then you have drinks outside, your guests are moving in and out and it makes the flow of the day feel exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's nice to get some fresh air and stuff. And if you're all just stuck in one room all day, it can make the day feel a bit more long and boring. And I'm a bit of a germaphobe, breathing in people's particles all day. I want to be mixing it up and moving rooms and having a bit of fresh air there. and Breathing in people's particles. I'm glad that this is a remote podcast, Em, because there's no way that I would be coming into your house right now breathing no. in coughed particles. I think our our house is definitely a danger zone. Yeah, I'm not coming in. Can you imagine imagine that? Oh, someone's like, oh, yeah, I'm just getting over a chest infection, but wanted to come to the wedding. No, just stay at home for all our sakes, because nobody wants to hear (laughs) during their wedding video, do they? No, I don't. No. Says the bride who had their wedding just after lockdown. (laughs) (laughs) But nobody had COVID. No. Nobody was coughing. Nobody was allowed to even breathe. Well, no, they could have, but they didn't dare. So (laughs) Uh, weekend long celebrations. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah. Very trendy in 2023. Spread it out. That's here to stay too, I think. Elevated wedding budgets. Does that mean more? Spend it. Spend more money. (laughs) What I think, I've been thinking about this a lot lately because our good friend Tyler is going through her wedding planning and all of that kind of thing. And if I was to do it again, if I want to spend X amount on whatever it is that I'm looking for, I'm going to spend it because you're only going to do it once. Yeah. Supposedly. And if it's going to make you happy and if it's going to make your day, just do it because... Your wedding memories last a lifetime. Your credit card bill can last 12 months if you plan. 
Not that I'm saying spend 25 grand on your venue if you can't afford that or get into debt over it. I'm not saying that. But actually, if if you wanted to have personalised Polaroids as your name places for, for your guests when they sit down at the table and it's going to cost you £400 instead of what you budgeted, maybe 200 just do it. Because you won't regret that. No. But don't get into... I would... Oh, don't no, get don't get into debt. Or do anything that I tell you to do on this podcast. <laughs> and then sue me when it all goes wrong. <laughs> um, This is one that I really liked. Big send-offs or farewells. So you have... I don't know if you've seen these videos on TikTok or Instagram stories. It's where these couples have... It's, it, to me, it's quite traditional, but I didn't do this at my wedding. So when you come out of your registry office or church or wherever you're having your ceremony, big send-offs. So really celebrating that confetti moment, really celebrating that exit slash departure of your ceremony. If you if you decide to leave the venue ahead of everybody else off on your honeymoon, have a big send-off, make a big deal about it. Because the joy on people's faces... We did a confetti run, which was quite similar. You sort of got that, but it was not... I mean, it was staged, but the they, pictures well, and the content were great. Yeah. Confetti moments are always staged, yeah. but the but you don't have to make it feel staged. I, I think it's sad that because couples now tend to stay right to the end of their party, which yeah. I get. You want to be on that dance floor, living your best life with a cocktail in your hand till the very last minute. But you do, but but guests do start to dwindle mm. because people are a bit tired, and so that last hour, people are starting to dwindle home. I think, I think you need to leave half an hour before everybody else. Mm. So you do get that big send off. People can wave you as you're driving off in the car or stumbling away in a taxi or however you exit. Mm -hmm. But I think it's nice that they send send you off. Yeah, and I think it's only so half too. an hour, and that last half an hour is like carnage normally, isn't it? That had a great time. I stayed till the very end. <laughs> did you have a send off? Because you were staying on site, weren't you? Yeah, That's we up. we did. Oh, no, we, you, you, we didn't stay on site. Um, I thought we were going to go home, but Jordan had arranged for us to go to a, a sort of like nice little. B, B type thing and we borrowed one of our friends cars which is like a nice convertible thing so we did have a bit of a send-off and we left about half an hour before most people uh, left yeah but I didn't plan that because I thought we were just going home so Jordan was like come on and like everybody got me in the car and everybody and it was really really nice and also you then don't have to be there when they turn the lights on and you're like true. oh god <laughs> you know like yeah, that true. drunken vibe that you get in a club yeah three o'clock and then everybody else stays a bit and tidies up a bit for you it's amazing oh yeah that is true i was the one turning off the uh tea lights yeah so i would say leave half an hour and get everybody to wave you off yeah that's and then leave idea. everybody else to sort out whatever's left in the mess yeah um feeding back to the elevated wedding budgets smaller guest list but a bigger experience that's one yeah. way to uh if you've got less guests, you've got less people to feed and drinks and all of that kind of thing. So you can afford to then spend money on the experience more than the amount of people. Yeah, I totally agree. That's here to stay too, I think. Sweetheart tables? 
Didn't realise yeah. that was a new trend for 2023. Yeah, I think that was a 22-23 trend. Mm. I love it. A sweetheart table is where you don't have a top table with like six or seven or eight people sat on it. What you have is you have just the two of you. Makes for a really nice styling. Makes for a really nice quiet moment between the two of you because you don't see each other. I love it. I think it's nice because then you can chat. Yes. And also for a guest, it's a bit awkward coming up to a table of two, isn't it? Yeah, nobody will come and speak to you. Now they're talking and I'm just going to wait a minute. Then you'd be like, oh, shall I go now? No, they're out to save the food. It's a great idea. And also you don't have to feel like you have to turn your back to your partner that you've just married to speak to your mother-in-law or whatever. You you don't have anybody else to speak to apart from each other. So mm-hmm. I love them. Uh, last but not least, outfit change for the evening. I'm a huge fan of two outfits. Why not? Yeah. I definitely would have done that when I, if I got married. We've talked about this before. I would have put my bride tracksuit on and put my trainers on so I could actually dance without any hindrance. Wouldn't that have been great? Yeah. To just put a tracksuit on. Absolutely. Don't put my joggers on, guys. See ya. And eat the food. That's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to dance in my trainers. Yeah. And trousers. Exactly. Exactly. What have you got for 2024, Em? What are the trends coming at us? So there are a lot of things that are sort of the same, I think. Um, But some of the things that I've seen come through are there's a lot of people doing like tonal looks. So we did see it in 2023 where you'd have bridesmaids and they'd all have varying colours of pink on. So it adds a lot of dimension. Not everybody's in the same thing. Um, and then all of your decor is kind of different varying tones of that colour you've picked. It's a really mm. simple way to add a lot of dimension, I think, to your wedding. Um, yeah, bold, that. striking colours and statement florals are still here. I think mm-hmm. people are getting away from the pink roses and starting to choose more exotic flowers and making statements of them. Mm-hmm. Um, wedding dresses. I think we're going to see quite a lot of embroidered wedding dresses. So going away, really? yeah, going away from just plain white dress to embroidered dresses with florals on. Like, um, are we talking lace or are we talking a bit of both? I think. Floor. So this is going to sound really horrible, and I apologise if you're a listener. I don't think you are because chat you know. But I follow a lot of wedding groups on Facebook, selling sites. And somebody shared their, they bought their wedding dress five years ago. And due to circumstances, they postponed their wedding. And now when they've revisited that dress that they bought, they're not into it. When I looked at the dress, I'm going to try and describe it to you. It was like, uh, if you imagine going on holiday to Hawaii and they put the lays around your neck yeah imagine those in white stuck along the um strap with super glue stuck stuck them on then they come down in like a sweetheart neckline yeah. I'm recording this so you can see me passing where the flowers <laughs> are being stuck on. Then down the middle, 
like two two rows so you can see the belly button so you can see like a line that goes down then they sweeped off to the side into lots more and these diamantes and it it just all looked a bit too too much too, too way too far yeah this is this is more um having a white lacy dress with some beautiful embroidered flowers along one arm or along the, the train to give a bit of color so mm. it's um i think it's going to be really pretty and again with the dresses big bum bows um and i think we're going to see more separates oh yeah I do like a little so, like things. a top and skirt or top and trou trousers yeah. or you know something a bit more edgy. And I, I think that really goes in like line that. with that goes in line with one of the other things that's coming out and it's being a small like a more intimate weddings. So mm -hmm. a wedding where you've only got twenty people. Mm -hmm. So you wearing your 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 suit is much more in keeping in that kind of. Mm. kind of vibe yeah i love so that I, I think that's really gonna come through i um, think it also helps to personalize your wedding as well so you are it, you're not trying to make yourself fit into the wedding dress style the wedding dress style is now able to fit into your style yeah just gives more variety for people who find shopping traumatizing yeah exactly and if you don't ever wear a dress mm. Why would you want to wear a dress? I don't know. Why would you? Yeah. Or if you always wear big flowery tops and dresses, why not incorporate that into your like look? So I think well, people are playing around with it. I know where you can buy a secondhand dress from. I think it was under 500 quid. So I don't think it's sold yet. Surprise, surprise. Get in touch if you're interested. If you're having like a Hawaiian wedding, I know where you can get your dress. Okay. Um, you mentioned it there, the personal touch. So there's lots of things like wedding newspapers I've been seeing. So your guests get to read a bit of a newspaper and it's got a bit about you and your couple of your favourite things to do. That's so cute. So people can read it um, and it's like makes it cool for wedding photos because yeah. everybody's got their big papers in front of them. Lots of personal touches on decor and way you name the tables and all of that type of thing i think you you just can put yourself in your wedding don't be scared mm. because it, every wedding you've been to has table one two three and four you can name them after your favorite chinese restaurants or whatever you, whatever you want wedding. the green dragon <laughs> hoi fan in my case <laughs> ours is called the little kitchen that's, that's a, what a great name it's a tiny little kitchen too. That's so cute. I love it. Only one person can stand in and order at, at once. What? Is yeah. it in their house? Pretty much. It, well, it's on, you know, one of these tiny little streets that has a news agent's, a pub, a betting shop and a hairdresser's. Yeah. And then they've got Chinese. It is, so it is a shop, but they've just taken the whole shop over with kitchen. And so there's no like, which is fair enough if it's just so a takeaway. Do you step through the door? Step through the door and then there's there. like two little spaces where you can stand and order. It's cute. Cute. 
Anyway, that's the little kitchen. We're not here to talk about our local Chinese restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think more people are paying attention to the guest experience. Mm. So like we were saying earlier, um, the sort of drone shows, lots of entertainment, live music, live artists, sort of interactive stuff that your guests can do. Um, audio guest book you know acrobats like any it's all about entertaining your guests throughout the day and less about you and like everybody looking at you it's more about having a bit of a experience for your guests the audio guest book yes can you imagine the audio guest book from like half eight nine onwards absolutely brilliant i you know what it's like when you video your night out and you're at a different experience or whatever and somebody's videoed something and there's videos of you like towards the end of the night that's what your audio guest book is going to be like yeah so at the beginning, you'll get your parents and your nan and granddad. Oh, we're so happy for you, dear. We can't believe it. You look so beautiful. Eh? The day's so lovely. And then right at the end, you get your best man. You're right, man. You're doing great. And that's what it's about. That is but a I'm... proper expression of your day, how it went. You could also set it up so it's like a uh, priest's confessional. Towards the end of the night. So people go into the confessional like, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. But it's actually more like, I'm going to tell you what he should have told you seven years ago when we went on the golf trip to Portugal. It yeah. could turn into that, which yeah, could. terrifies me. So they, you can buy, you can buy, you can get companies in to sort of run your audio guest book. Okay. Or you and they're like there are like little old telephones that you can just pick up and speak into, but you can also like hire old telephone booths that you can go into. So that is very confessional at the end of the day because you shut the door behind you and you'd be confessing to all sorts of stuff. I think that's brilliant. Brilliant on one hand, but it's risky on the risky. other. <laughs> well, I suppose it depends what kind of circles you go in, Jen. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, I think it's a great idea. I'm like, oh, God, please, no. <laughs> um, guess what? I I did some research like you, and wedding scents are going to be all the rage. I and... told you I'm a visionary. Yeah. I said this in 2021. Yeah, and it's not about the perfumes that you wear. It's about the scent of your wedding. I'm telling you. We're going to have a great business year end because uh, we're going to start a drone company on the side of everything else shortly as well and learn how to computerise my programme. I'm telling you, wedding scent, we've been there. Yeah, We are currently there. All yeah. of our weddings this year that we have booked in for our side hustle have opted in extra or have chosen the package that includes wedding scent. Yep. Just tell you, imagine, let's picture this future brides and grooms you're you've booked your wedding at a lovely venue during cherry blossom season so you've got all these 
you know, shades of pink, the beautiful florals. What if everyone walked into your wedding reception and they smell cherry blossom scent? Lovely. Lovely. That's what we can create. We can create that for you. And Christmas it really does weddings, make... Christmas candles. Who doesn't love a Christmas candle at a Christmas wedding? Exactly. And it also makes the next day when you normally walk into a wedding and it smells a bit like yeah, right. boozy old death and leftover food. Mm -hmm. You still we've we can walk in and we've still got that scent. Yeah. To mask the booze. Mask the debauchery that happened on the audio guestbook the night before. <laughs> <laughs> and also, what a great thing to take away. So we always allow the bride and groom to obviously keep their uh, wedding scent candles take that home you can gift those if you want to to maybe your mum and your mother-in-law and then keep them and then light them on your anniversaries i just think it's a, a great keepsake yeah let's just see how many other wedding stylists come up with their own candle making service in because we, i'm telling you right now we are one of two and the second one only did it because they saw that we did it so Get in line because we've got we still have some availability if that's what you're looking for for this year. Not a lot, so DM us ASAP. <laughs> okay, I think 2024 is going to be the year of the ceilings. Now, go with me. Go I'm with me. For it. I don't mean our tech ceiling of an old building, but I think more and more people are going to be decorating their venue from the ceiling down. So there's going to be lots of drapery, lots of flowers hanging down, lots of cool vintage lampshades hanging down, making a really beautiful um, experience for your guests to walk into. Mm -hmm. Year of the ceiling. I'm here for it. Cool. We, we have seen this coming out a little bit over the last... 12 to 18 months i would say but not a lot just right. little pockets of just different ways of dressing mainly around florals so i've seen people get these sort of uh i'd say that they're probably old scaffold boards and they've drilled holes in them and they've put either upside down floral installations or they've put milk bottles along the top and put their florals into those milk bottles just to create something a little bit more suspended a little yep. bit more dynamic in the room i'm telling you i think you've you're on something here em uh, i definitely am we are visionaries jen we probably need to start brainstorming <laughs> brainstorming how to build equipment to hang things from ceilings and who's going to be responsible for that oh uh, that's that's our, like our um, logistics job. department <laughs> Sounds like a Jeff job to me. <laughs> Our volunteers. Um, this one, I'm not a fan of, but I think it's coming. Is it something and around jackets? No, no. It's coming and it started in the America. So the UK then jumps on that bandwagon and it's oyster bars. I think rather than a sweet table or a crisp ah. wall, we're going to be having oyster bars. 
We are definitely going to need them scented candles. Yep, fresh oysters. Sorry. What? Yeah. For, for your average. Not average, because no one's wedding's average, but like if I was to get married again, I'm one of the average normal people. I'm going to be having an oyster bar, am I? Well, I think you're going to try. Oh, I don't think so, no. But if you think about it from a hygiene perspective, you're not going to have people dipping their hands into the oyster jars like they do with the sweet jars, are they? It's just oyster shell down in one. There's no, like, repeat hands going onto that. It's yeah. just been sat out on ice for, like, five hours while you've had your ceremony. Yeah. Um, I think it's coming. Are, are you sure? Well... Yeah, I think so, Jess. <laughs> I mean, we tend to do we tend to do weddings that are a bit more rustic in barns and things. So maybe not it's so much in that space, but I think if you envision a high-end hotel, you know, that's got that's got the We're talking like the Savoy. Well, I think it probably will start there and then it will trickle down to the Holiday Inn that's got a nice shiny floor. No, no, it won't because the people. Okay, I'm not saying I'm not saying that everybody's going to eat the oysters, but I think we're going to have a few. I used to work in the service industry, and I mean, I love to learn new skills, but I I really don't think that the people that work at the front desk or as part of the events team at the Holiday Inn are going to want to know about what you have to do with the oysters. No, you get a special company in to do it. It's like the new pizza van. Are you telling me that Oyster Van Thursday is on the cusp of becoming a thing? Yeah. That is exactly what I'm telling I just, you. I... If I'm at LA wedding, for sure. I'm getting married at the Savoy? Okay, fine. I can't even tell you a high-end venue in this local area that I would be like, oh, yeah, oyster uh, serving area. Yeah, No. Well, this time next year, shall we see who wins that? We, well... Wins that argument. I know that you love a good competition and winning, so... It was only a matter of time before there was a competition on the podcast. Yes, we will We will see because I'm struggling a little here. Okay, let's wait then. I'll maybe move on. I, maybe I'm not going to the right weddings. Maybe I should have an oyster bar at Ian's birthday. <laughs> Can you imagine if everybody got a bad oyster though? 45 minutes into your wedding, everybody's had their first oyster ever because nobody's ever tried one before. No. And then everybody has to go home because they've got uh, allergic reactions. Or, or they're sick. Your audio phone booth is no longer confessional. No. Confessional. It's a place to hide your soiled underpants. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't need to go there, but I did. Anyway, moving on. Talking of underpants. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Um, I think we're going to see more and more people setting guest wedding uh, guest dress codes. Okay, I 
was a bit worried about where we were going for a quick snack there. Tenuous link. But I think we're going to see more people saying, could you wear neutral tones, black and white, please? I also don't think there's anything wrong with that. I love a dress code. Yes. Tell me what to wear and I will turn up in it. Yes. Takes the guesswork away, doesn't it? And also, they need, like, if you have, oh, let's all have a group picture of everyone that attended our wedding and everyone's in, like, mishmash craziness. No. Yeah. I wish I'd had a black and white wedding. I honestly do. Yeah. Because then black and white photographs, everybody is in black or white or black and white. I would have had all of my bridesmaids in really structured black tie black dresses. I just think it looks so like bow tie. I just love the whole oh, love yeah. the whole thing. It, also, it looks really nice if you're having a bit more of a barn type wedding. If you say, can everybody wear uh, tones of green and blue? Mm -hmm. It just looks, everybody chooses something different. But yeah. it just looks so nice. And then mm. if your if your florals are like bright pink, they, they it just makes them stand out more rather than mm. Auntie Maud who's bought her really colourful dress who's like sat sat next to your really expensive floral display and ruining it. Exactly. Yeah. So I think I think watch out for being told what to wear to weddings. Well, I can't wait because I'm here for it. Yeah, me too. Um his and hers cocktails. You know, like the ring for cocktail. You can get like yes. companies ring that come in, and yeah. install like a big board, and you can yeah. ring a his or her bell, and then a cocktail pops through the, pops through the little. Um, That's a great idea. Really, it's another interactive thing that people yeah. can do. You don't just go up and pick up a glass of bubbly. You go up, you ring a bell, you pick which one you want. It's yeah, like, fun, entertaining. Um. Wedding content creators. I mean, I've seen this. Is this a con? I'm not sure. Is well, it... I th so the way I understand it, I've not really, I've not seen any in real life. But the way I understand it is, you have your official photographer and your videographer, and they they are there to make your wedding as beautiful, look as beautiful as possible, and get their memories. But you have like, it can be like a six week turnaround before you see any that is true, yeah. any footage. All you've got is your friends and families on their iPhone. True. So the content creator is there to capture some of their moments and they can deliver it the next day. So you've got content yes. to share on your social media the next couple of weeks. And then you can do your here's my big, here's my wedding album type thing. So I think that's that's what people will go for it. It's that quick energy, fun. Their content creators are the ones that would do them kind of viral videos of everybody wearing the same glasses and get that type of fun viral footage. When, I'm and then you're thinking this would be great for Ian's birthday. Because I was looking at getting a photographer. Do I want that? I don't know. I don't want people to. Oh, okay. I, I just think this is a more of a relaxed version yeah. of actually what I would like. Yeah. And it's another, I think that's great for Ian's birthday because it is a bit more informal. Mm -hmm. But if you think about a wedding, it's another 
camera. I don't know if they do it on a phone or a camera. I don't I don't really know. There's another camera going around looking at different angles of stuff. So you end up with a lot more. Yeah. Footage. And also, I presume that if maybe you're having a smaller wedding, smaller budget, I presume they don't cost as much because they're not they're not editing any photos. It's literally raw footage. You could you could just have them. Yeah. This is a great idea. Yep, wedding content creators. Get them to capture all that oyster content so that you can uh, become a TikTok viral, you know, influencer. Sensation. Yeah, look at me in my, you know, oyster tasting area with my content creator. Exactly. Right up with the kids. Mm. Um, I also think if we just go to food parking the oyster bar mm-hmm. if we go to food i think we're gonna have less structured sit down three course meals more sharing menus table mm-hmm. platters grazing places dessert bars that mm-hmm. type of thing and then i think i've seen quite a few people saying that they're gonna have late night food so you have your canapes or whatever you have then you have your main meal and then you have your dessert and then you have your evening guest meal whatever that is but then just before everybody leaves you bring out like the late night food which is like cereal bar or you know where this is from this is from the happy meal on departure yeah idea that we had i know the whole wedding industry is just revolving around our ideas jen we are on the cusp of genius. Yeah. We saw this coming months ago. I know. But yeah, I think we're going to do, which is nice, give some people some food so they don't throw up in the taxi home. True. But then they could also throw that on the floor of the taxi. But Oh, well. Well, if you do cereal bar, like I saw one, there was a couple of inspo pictures and they had like big glass jars of like, all different cereals and then you could put your milk in and just sit on the floor and eat your cereal that's a great idea yeah and that, that. that wouldn't need to cost that much either no would it no or you could just do, buy lots and lots of what are the little variety packs the yes. tiny little and then you just pour your, your milk in there eat that with a spoon and your little cardboard box and the bag perfect this is a great idea if you uh, try any of these trends, please uh, tag us in all of your content. I think that's about it. Well, I think that is great. I'm looking forward to it. Can you make sure that you save your notes so that we can come back in a year's time and just review whether okay. you were right or wrong? <laughs> can't, can't wait. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank I you. Don't, I just don't think the oil... I mean... If I'm proven wrong, I'm proven wrong, but I just don't think the oysters are going to come off to anything. I mean, I secretly want to win, so I secretly want everybody to have an oyster bar. However, there's part of me that's like, just don't do it. It's gross. It's also high risk. It's like, oh, I know what we're going to serve. Sushi. No, don't do that. Can you you imagine if you, you you turned up to a wedding... There's an oyster bar. Oh, that's quite exciting. I'm going to try that. 
have a lovely cocktail that I've rung my bell. Then I've had a beautiful sharing platter on my table, had a really nice experience. And then at night, here's a cereal. There's a box of cereal. <laughs> yes, a box of cereal to go. To go. This sounds like my kind of wedding. Yeah. Although I've never had an oyster, so. I'll just, have you seen one? Yeah, but I quite like seafood, so the, the look of it doesn't really put me off. It's oh. that you don't chew it, you just swallow the big ball thing. I just can't even say it without feeling it. It's like a big piece of snot. I just, I'm just not a fan. I just, I'm not sure. I don't say no to a lot of things, but I've never tried one. Well, you never know. This year might be this the year, year we might turn up to do a wedding and they might be setting up oysters and you can... Would you like to try one, girls? Uh, um, here you go. Here's your trend coming to life. You can go first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I've got one more. Okay. I've got one more to finish us off. Is okay. that okay? Go for it. And I think it's really important, this one. Celebrant-led ceremonies. Mm-hmm. And the reason I didn't want to forget this is because I only found out about this about two years ago, that a celebrant-led ceremony was a thing. Mm -hmm. I just thought you either went to the church and had your vicar or you had your registrar that the local council sent you. Yeah. No, there's a whole thing about celebrants and they come and they personalise your ceremony and you can do pretty much anything you like. There's, you know, really nice things where you can tie ribbons, you can have a make a cocktail if you wanted. So I just think adding to that personalisation and making your day a bit more of an experience, I, yeah. think, I think celebrant Ed weddings. Yeah, I think so. And we know a few really, really good ones. Yeah, we do. Great. What a great roundup, Em, of 2024 trends. Thank you. I'm looking forward to a year's time where we can review them. Okay. Um. Please like, subscribe, rate, review our podcast on whatever platform you listen or watch us on now that we are back on video. Um, keep up to date with the podcast by following our Instagram account. It's at the I Do Crew podcast. Send us your dilemmas, questions or topics that you'd like us to cover and we will cover those off in this season. Um, next week, we're talking all things choosing your wedding style. But until then, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. You've been listening to the I Do Crew podcast with Jen and Emma. Keep up to date with our podcast news by following our I Do Crew podcast Instagram account. Thanks for listening.